0: Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. And today's episode is probably the question everybody asks. How can I work less but earn more? What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. Now, today it's going to be super, super exciting because that's the dream, isn't it? Like no one wants to work hard, yet you've got to do a little bit, but everybody wants to earn as much money as possible to do as little as possible. Am I right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm lazy and, um, I would rather experience life more than having to sit behind a desk and, um, working from home, even though I'm working from home, um, and I can take the time off and do whatever. It's definitely always a good thing when you have to, when you're able to make more money and work less. Most definitely. And it's just like, it's crazy isn't it because in the online world
0: you can literally you can massively increase your per hour rate compared to what you would in a, in a 9 to 5 just by doing a couple of hacks um like it was quite interesting even at my corporate job um years ago i actually got it to a system where effectively I was working 3 hours maybe 4 hours a week and literally getting paid for the full week and I was on a day rate um just by using some of these little hacks um so it definitely works even in your corporate job as well as your online business and um, so it's definitely an episode worth <laughs> worth going for um should we start yeah let's do this yeah okay so i think pricing comes into it so, in terms of like how much you actually value your time and then exactly how much you charge for it, like I could do the same job for two different people and charge $50 an hour, or I can charge, I'll charge $150 an hour, or like a, again, day rate or project based. So, increasing your rate sounds so simple, doesn't it? But increasing your rate actually, like, <laughs> it gets you the same same amount of time working, but gets you more money. Have you ever sort of come across that in the past for yourself?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, and I feel like if you charge more, you definitely get a higher caliber of client or customer. And they don't they're I find that if you're charging more, the people respect your time more and they're not asking you for you know, every little thing. They typically, if they're able to afford it, they typically have things going for them already they're not someone new. So you get kind of, you kind of price out the tire kickers also. And so it's a less headache. There's less stress. And you're able to provide a higher quality product because you're being paid more. So you can hire more people to do things. You can bring in extra uh, resources because you're able to afford them. And you're able to just provide a better quality product typically if you're charging more.
0: So, yeah, so charging more, you get to – you do – you get less headaches. You get people who are less desperate, like, especially in the online space. Like, if people are, like, clinging to that $500 for the service that you're about to provide and literally really don't want to hand it over but they know they've got to, you're going to be in trouble because you're going to get – you're going to get pecked every day. You're going to get your head pecked every day. Like so many different questions, like all the time, like micromanaging you because they're so nervous about letting that money go. Um, yeah. So it, it, becomes, it becomes a massive headache. Then because you've charged so little, as Brandon says, you've probably got to do the work yourself because you can't afford anybody, which means that has in, instantly increased your workload just by taking that little $500 payment or a thousand dollar payment. Like it's massively re- like. It, it's so cheap that you, you're probably going to have to do the work yourself, which means you're then devaluing your per hour like time, like how much you value yourself per hour. and um, So then it just reduces any sort of scalability um, that you have by charging so little. So don't let any money objections, any money beliefs, limiting beliefs in yourself reduce you to charging less. Now, this will probably come from you in terms of if you're desperate for clients, if you're desperate, desperate, desperate for that money, you will take any money that comes in. And that is possibly the worst position you can be in. So even before you get to that client scenario, um, you have to to know like you can't be desperate, otherwise that's just going to cause you a world of spiraling pain.
1: Yeah. Agree? Yeah. I mean, I I would, I remember just charting super inexpensive things, uh, on, I'll give you a perfect example. I remember being my first, um, being first online, just starting out to be my friend on Facebook was, uh, was my first offer. And I was a personal trainer and I just put up this offer. I copied a, I modeled a guy called John Vaughn and he, one of his first offers was, I don't know if it was his first offer, but his offer was like become his friend on Facebook and it was like $7. So I modeled him and I did the same thing. And, uh, actually people bought into it and it was a recurring model of $7, but I was literally, I would make more money, uh, training and then I would be being, um, being their friend on Facebook. But I I felt like I needed to give them more because it was online. And that's really not the case. And, People were paying, I think, $100 an hour to train with me. And for them, they were paying $7 a month uh, for a to be my friend on Facebook. But I felt like I had to literally do all these things, teach them all these things, which I was just kind of learning myself. But uh, it was not worth my time. And I learned very, very quickly that people wanted the world for $7. And I wasn't willing to... Uh, spend hours of a day just providing content for $7. So, uh, yeah, it was definitely not worth it, but it got me my first $7 online. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. So it it just gave me the confidence that you can actually make money online and selling anything.
0: You 100% can because, like, obviously, as you say, your offer was to be your friend on Facebook, and yet you still actually got people buying $7 to be your friend on Facebook, which is technically a free thing to do. But it was the (laughs) knowledge that you were selling on the back of that that actually made it an attractive deal. But it comes with headaches at $7. It always, always does. Now, if you want to charge higher, like higher clients and higher, higher cash, you actually less clients charge more, greater profits, and then you can actually run a business. One of the things that can massively help you in that because we talked about the desperation. So we talked about the desperation of securing that client. Now, what you need to remember, guys, is retaining a client, whether through whether it's a service, whether it is a software recurring income, like that retention, those build up of retention of clients. Takes away that desperation. Like I remember, like early on in our agency, like we were churning through clients like crazy. Like the max we could keep a client was three months, and it was that was it. We were dead. So we were permanently on our toes, trying to chase that ne- next client and building up that pressure. Like shit, we need this one. Shit, we need this one because we know they're gonna leave at the end. Um, and that was horrendous. Um, yeah. And that created that desperation that I'm talking about. So what we we done is we focused literally on. We stripped a few things down to take away the the outgoing pressure. And we went, right, okay, not going to go for any clients right now. We're just going to make sure we can keep these. And what we've done is we switched from lead generation to retention, and our business got so much easier. Instead of, like, focusing on our sales and marketing department, which we knew we'd need to go back to, but let's get the retention right and let's keep our clients. And now we've got clients that have been with us for like over a year, two years, um, just by focusing on that retention, which then has took away the desperation, It's took away the shit, I need to get a client. Um, so having that recurring income, whether it's through a service, through a subscription, through any affiliate marketing that you've put out there, like those like subscription models, building that up as part of a passive income triangle reduces the the requirement and the pressure on the higher ticket stuff that allows you to work less because it's so much easier just looking after a client than it is trying to get a client. So you end up <laughs> working less, but in more on the back end because obviously then you don't need this whole big strategy on the outgoings, and obviously you can reduce your reduce that monthly stuff that that you need just working. And this is where we move into hiring a VA, so letting your VA manage the client and do all the work for the client, which is literally what's happening right now. I'm getting Slack messages in a Slack channel about a client that's being serviced by a VA that I'm literally doing nothing with but making money. I'm sat here recording a podcast while my VA is literally making the money for me. I love so, that. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm working less because, obviously, guys, I'm now basically preaching the exact same method to you that is working for me. So, if she Having those VAs being able to outsource those systems and outsource the the manual tasks that you have to do, um, again makes you work less, which then allows you to focus on making more money and increasing your profits in different places. That could be on lead generation. That could be on some plugging in affiliate marketing software subscriptions into your your agency, your online business, or anything. And then plugging that in and having a VA manage everything. Like Brandon does exactly the same with the super sweet tools. I uh, he he. I th- I'd say you're more in charge of marketing, if and when you choose to do it. And then yeah. your uh, like your partner, like your software guy, literally handles completely the rest.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not a programmer, so uh, he he definitely keeps up with the tool itself. Uh, does all the uh, troubleshooting, does all the programming when someone is having an issue and they message me, I just tag him in a message and put them in a group chat and then he works. He does pretty much all the customer service. So makes it really easy uh, for that. And then well, we kind of made it in a way where it's less us and more of other people because we created a white label product. So now it's the customer service is on the White label people because they're doing, they kind of own the product in a sense. And we only really have to focus on the when Facebook has a hiccup, they change their code and the part one of the tools isn't working because instead of groups it dot whatever, it's communities slash whatever. It's so it does, I mean, that's just an example. I don't think they've done that yet, but there's um, little things where Facebook will change the. The way something is positioned or the way uh, a link is um, d- redirected. So little fixes like that that we had to fix versus the customer service side where if they own the white label, they're showing them how to use the product. They're showing them how to find leads and. We're just collecting on the back end. So it makes it really, really easy. And so that's what's so great about having a VA or a partner to uh, share some of the responsibilities.
0: And as you said, like, obviously I spoke about VAs, but your program is more of like a, a JV partner, would you say? Uh,
1: I wouldn't say it's a joint venture. Yeah, I would say it's like a joint venture. Hmm. Um, I pay him a percentage of the uh, total revenue. And, uh, I collect most of it and I do very little. And so, uh, it just allows me to grow the business and work on the business instead of working in the business. Because, uh, if you're being able to grow the business, then obviously you can make more versus having to waste time doing customer service, waste time, uh, programming things that are not in producing tasks.
0: Perfect. Okay, so as you said, like outsourcing, like leveraging other people's time. So basically, you've only got like twenty-four hours in a day, haven't you? Like eight of them, you're probably sleeping, so you're already you're down. Um, And then you've got your own life to deal with as well. Right. Um, So having that amount of hours, if you can then leverage it with VAs or joint venture partners, you are then working less, which then gives you the opportunity to scale and make more. So in terms of your own time. And having your own time, like, how do you manage your time to still work less? Now, for instance, like, we, we've we got a schedule, me and Brandon, every every Wednesday for 4 a.m. for him, 10 a.m. for me, we sit down and we record six, six podcasts. So we literally know now, like, and we publish three a week, so we can do two weeks' worth of podcast work in literally a few hours. And then yeah. that's by having that schedule, having that dedicated time, and... The, the last thing that I'll, I'll talk about in a minute that has allowed us to actually really scale this podcast, which is actually going to hit 100 episodes before the end of this year. Which, so we're super excited yeah. for that. Yeah, um, definitely. It's crazy just by having that schedule. Like me and Brandon have committed to a time, like a three hour time slot, and we literally bang these out consistently. And I'd like to say with good quality, you guys can obviously let us know by subscribing, liking, and commenting. Um, But by having that schedule, I'm the same with my YouTube videos. I'm the same with my TikToks. I'm the same with all of that, like batch creating um, and batch doing anything. If I'm going to do absolutely anything, whether it's creating content, emails, or whether it's systems, automations, I sit down, I dedicate a block slot into it, and it's like, right, okay, everyone leave, (laughs) leave me alone. Here's my schedule. This is what I'm doing, and literally I'm going to go absolutely smash it. And that allows us to work Hard in small segments instead of dragging out throughout the day and working all day, so i, I know if you like for instance, after we finish today I'm not going to do absolutely anything else for the rest of the day. I'm going to go pick up my kids because they finish early great um and then the six week summer holiday start um so nice. but me and Bra- oh me and Brandon by having our schedule and having our systems in place, we're literally caught like we're podcast up right up until the end of August, so you'll probably get this around the end of August, and um, so we would have already had our six weeks holiday, but by having that schedule, we can free things up massively. But the schedule doesn't work and the content and all of it doesn't work unless you automate as much as you can. Like, for instance, like, Brandon, what's your experience of some of my automations in Slack when things are kicking off? When things are. Popping oh, man.
1: Off? So, like, when. A tab is moved in Trello. There's a uh, a post in Slack when there's uh, a new client coming in. There's a post in Slack when something needs to be done or when it's someone else's turn on to edit something. Uh, that's automated. So all sorts of crazy messages go through Slack. Um, so I had to shut off those notifications (laughs) and so, uh, and it's just for me, it's a distraction, but for him and his VA team, it's, uh, an amazing tool because you're able to automate a lot of the tasks that uh, would take up time. I mean, each of those think of it, every time you move something and then you have to go to another thing and s- send a message to someone or uh, update something, all that can be automated. And if you have to do that for hundred tasks, that's a lot of time that you're wasting, um, Sending messages to different people, you can all automate that through different platforms. And I think that automation is a great way to buy back your time. Even though it takes maybe a couple hours to set up, it's going to in the long term, it's going to save you hours or even days uh, in time. It's absolutely, it's absolutely crazy. Like Brandon said, obviously, the Slack messages
0: that pop off, as you say, when things move. um, As you say, like all that micro, micromanagement, that admin management of the VAs, the staff, et cetera, is all done by, obviously, having these automations. So I literally know I don't have to tell the guys. It gets added to their task list. It get, they get notified. um, And it's literally, I can just leave it alone once I've done orbit, which is recording. You can also automate scheduling. You can automate your emails, like, yeah, I've spoken in a previous one about email marketing, so go back to that one about your email list. But I've literally got thirty emails lined up, and um, all automated regular touch points with potential clients. Um, So when someone comes through one of my lead magnets, they go through a specific five-day series, and then they move into a general series, which will promote affiliate products, my own products, et cetera, which means I don't have to email these guys for, like, 35 days because it's all set up, it's all automated, and I'm using this system to grow my YouTube channel, my Instagram, our podcast, And then obviously the the products as well. So I'm using that whole automated ecosystem to then grow all the other platforms. So it's literally just all linking in with a great great automations and as you can see, I'm pretty excited about automations, yeah. so I could literally talk about it all goddamn day um because it's just so vital like absolutely vital in your in your business and especially your online business it's crazy how much you can actually automate if you think about it so the two softwares that we use for our automations is Zapier or Zapier depending on where you're from and Pably connect and um, so I'll leave some links in the show notes for those two um because just automating different tasks in your business that we automate on average over 750 tasks a month.
1: And Pavly connect. I mean, I use, I have it. I haven't set it up yet. I was using Zapier for a while and it does. I mean, they're both awesome, but I think that I just need to use about the lifetime thing i think yeah and uh it, it's amazing it does pretty much everything with zapier does but through api uh strings yes yeah
0: they're both obviously very very good tools and um, zapier's obviously got some, not well, zapier's got some great automations pavly is the same just with Pabli as you say you've got those lifetime deals and stuff like that and yep. um, so you can avoid paying monthly um, and as long as you've got an online business, you've going to need an automation tool. Um, so definitely check out the two below um, because they're just, it's insane. As I said, over 750 tasks that I don't have to do that gets automated, that helps manage my staff, helps manage my scheduling and helps manage absolutely everything um, to grow this business. So I I'm working less. I'm making more. Yeah. I love that.
1: I mean, it's funny because I automate, I'll give you a perfect example. I was, um, I was looking through my automations on my email and I was like, oh, um, I sent uh, a picture of it to our on Facebook inside our inner circle. And I was like, this is why it's important to have uh, a abandoned cart sequence. This is an automated email. I had someone opt in for our super Facebook tools. And then they, uh, from there, they, what's clicking? Um, From there, they uh, essentially um, got an email that said, uh, hey, did you like accidentally uh, close the the tab or did we do something wrong or something to that extent? Mm -hmm. And then they got a second email that was like, hey, um, you know, it was just follow up sequence. And by the third email they bought. And it was right after they got that abandoned cart sequence uh, third email. And so that's, and I didn't have to send any of those emails. And if you can imagine having hundreds of people opt in and then having to send them each an email every single day um, and figure out which time they were, uh, which day they opted in and what day of the sequence it, it is and all that, it just takes up a lot of time. So having that abandoned cart sequence, having these email responders, having a funnel like you have using click funnels, all these are links down below that you should definitely check out um, because they will definitely help grow your business. So I highly, highly recommend using automation to uh, work less and make more. A
0: hundred percent, guys. So obviously in a in a nutshell, to wrap that one up, it's obviously try and charge more or do charge more um, and work with fewer clients that will get rid of the headaches that will allow you to outsource because the money will be there to outsource the job, obviously to a, a cheaper, cheaper country. Um, Focus on retention and recurring income because that will take the desperation away from chasing the clients, which means you can then obviously have a core focus that allows you, again, to sit back, let things be managed by your VAs, etc. So using VAs and JV partners, leverage other people's time to yeah. allow more money to come in. Schedule your like your blocked working time. So don't just, oh, I'm working all day today because I am, like. Schedule that time, really hone in, really focus on what that task is. Um, turn off all your notifications, and that will get l- your work less time but achieve more output, which then should directly make you more money. And then automate the hell out of your business, guys, with like some of the softwares that we've mentioned, like ClickFunnels, Public like Connect, Facebook Super Suite t- tools. You can automate Facebook messaging and adding friends and all that like good stuff. Um, and then also your emails as well, um, and then all of those things tied together will allow you to work a hell of a lot less than you need to, and um, still bring in that money, whether it's high ticket sales or recurring income. Anything else, nice, Brandon?
1: No, I mean I, it's funny you, you keep mentioning yeah, scheduling, and I actually use a, a attention journal, which allows me to write down what I need to get done. Um, and a lot of people waste a lot of time just kind of letting the day happen versus being intent, like being intentional about what your day, what you're going to do. And so if you can schedule out your day, you'll get a lot more done in the day. Uh, And if you have like three goals and you take them and you break them down into smaller tasks, and if you can automate those tasks, great. If you can break those tasks down even further, so you can just focus on the important tasks that are uh, revenue generating then that's the best way and then obviously you can just really um see what you can automate see what you can't uh and then focus on the day and just kill it
0: absolutely love it okay guys if you've stayed till the end thank you so much greatly appreciate it and please like comment subscribe obviously really helps the channels and the podcast and we will see you on the next episode peace Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to that latest episode of the Passive Buddies podcast. I hope you absolutely loved it and took so much value from it that you can go and make a difference in your life, in your finances, in your family's life. If you want to know more and if you want to connect with us on a more personal level, ask some questions, learn step-by-step how to make passive income online and the marketing strategies behind it, then there's a link to our free group below. Definitely click that link Link, join the free Facebook group and let's connect and let's help you to get to your next steps. See you on the next episode, guys.